You're listening to the Quince podcast. Five ninety players in the auction list. Two hundred and seventeen spots up for grabs. Forty-eight players at the rupees two crore base price, and once again a ten-team IPL. But this time. For good, there's just so much to look forward to at the 2022 IPL auction that's taking place on the 12th and 13th of February. In our previous podcast, we've discussed the retentions made by the eight old and the two new franchises, which has seen 33 players not even enter the auction pool. So this podcast is all about the two big days: a prediction for the big buys, the big guys that may go unsold, and the young guns that could make it big. You're tuned into the big story, the podcast where we dissect the head. line making news for you and i'm your host mendra dorji sahani the queen's sports editor and today with me is chandresh narayanan senior cricket writer and to start things off let's get to the marquee list in the list of 590 players going under the hammer in the ipl auction there is a marquee list of 10 players who will open the auction Ashwin Bolt, Cummins, Decock, Dhawan, Duplessis, Shreyas Iyer, Rabada, Shami, and Warner make up the ten. All have a base price of rupees two crores. But Chandraish, most of the guys are over thirty-three now on this list, and with teams also looking to build for the future, do you see a bit of a shock in store when they start the auction? Maybe one or two of these big names sort of go unsold and get sold maybe later on in the auction. Ah, uh, I think there could be uh, a couple of players. Who go unsold in the first round, and uh, you might see them being uh, being bid for uh, in the in in the later stages of the auction, uh, because not all teams may want to exhaust their budgets in the very first round. They will have key players that they are looking for to be picked. Say someone like say a Jason Ayer, Jason Roy, or a Shreya Sayer, Kagiso Rabada. These are the kind of players that people uh, teams will want to invest in. Uh, the Australians, for example, their availability is going to be a bit of an issue. So teams may not go hammer and tongs for them in the first uh, round and come back towards the end once they have covered all the other bases. So I think few other players will definitely go unsold when the marquee players go go up for bidding. Yes, and we also, of course, have a new entry in this list of five ninety players going under the hammer. Jofra Archer was not part. of the 1214 players who registered for the auction but he is in the final list at a base price of rupees 2 crore he's not expected to play this season so he could have stayed away from the auction which is what i is which is sort of why i'm uh, you know bringing him up right now we have a smaller auction you know next year of course and we've seen that you know in smaller auctions a lot of there are not many big players who go under the hammer so we've seen that they do tend to do better there and you know why get into the auction this year when you know you're not going to play you know teams might not be as keen to pick you up uh, archer has been slotted at number 171 so he's not even going to be part of the regular auction list he'll be you know part of the accelerated auction that happens i'll i'll explain what that is actually a little later in this podcast but you know chandresh what what reason do you see for jofra to put his name into the auction this year when he most probably is not even going to be playing this season Absolutely, it's quite curious as to why Jofra Archer has done that. Uh, I'm pretty certain uh, he knows something that we don't, uh, and uh, that's why he's put himself up for auction. Uh, he's still not ready. Everybody knows that he's not played any kind of cricket over the last one year. Uh, I don't know why he would want to put himself at risk. And considering the fact that India, England needs him a lot in the in the Test match format, especially considering the kind of havoc that 
uh, took place in Australia in the Ashes, I uh, seem to think that uh, either he pulls out or he might go unsold at the auction. I have a very strong feeling uh, that uh, that he might just uh, not be picked because uh, you know teams are also going to be very smart about the kind of players they pick. Uh, remember, Australia is going to be playing a lot of cricket. England's got a series towards the back end of the IPL. Uh, there's a Western, uh, so there's a Bangladesh South Africa Test series that goes on right till April 11th. So teams have to be mindful of all these factors. Plus, Jofra Archer's coming off an injury. He's still not fully fit. He's not played any cricket. So I don't know why he's put himself up for a, a bid. Okay, I'm just going to also start, you know, uh, asking you for predictions now. Uh, a young uncapped player you think will earn big in this auction? We did have the Under-19 World Cup recently, so some fabulous performances to choose from. Also, the fact, you know, that there is this is the big auction teams are looking to add between, you know, anywhere between, what, 18 to 25 is the maximum number that you can add in a squad. So, you know, they are also looking to build for the future. You can actually get one of, some of these uncapped players at a bargain deal. Uh, so so to say, and you know, eventually they could become the core of your team, like we've seen with Delhi over the last, uh, you know, few years. I, I'll go with three if they're allowed to be picked, because I, I believe that there is some confusion about uh, the uh, the uh, uh, under-19 players and whether they can be part of the auction or no, because some of them have not played any kind of first-class cricket. That was the rule of the BCCI earlier. So I, I'm going with three guys that I think uh, could uh, really make up. Mark, uh, from the Indian point of view, one is obviously the India under-19 captain Yashtul. The second is the vice captain Sheikh Rashid. And the third is a multi-purpose player, uh, a dual-purpose player rather, uh, Rajwad and Hangar Gekar. Uh, I've spoken to a few teams who seem to be quite having uh, quite a bit of time for him because they see some kind of potential in him that they can develop and uh, like sort of create like a seam balling all-rounder uh, out of him and use him in the longer run. In any case, this auction, more than any auction, is going to be about the Indian local players and the overseas players because uh, the team with the better core of Indian players uh, always does well in the IPL. And I think uh, now more than ever before, uh, it's it's true because internationally teams are trying to uh, regain the lost ground that they have had over the last few years with the league. So it's going to be an interesting one. And some Indian uncapped players are going to be walking away with a lot of... Uh, 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 crores of rupees that, that could serve them for a very long time to come. And your pick for uh, the most expensive player at this auction? Uh, I, I think uh, the most expensive player from my point of view uh, could be uh, someone like a Shreyas Ayer and uh, say one of the younger Indian players uh, who could surprise us uh, at the auction. Yes, and um, you know, David Warner, Faftu Plessis, T. Smith are sort of like IPL favourites. Uh, they've been around season after season, but they're also not the youngest players in the rupees 2 crore base price bracket, are they now? I mean, do you expect teams to go all out and, you know, go big for them? Or will we see some of them become bargain deals like we we, we actually saw with Steve Smith a couple of years back? I think most of these guys... Uh... David Warner, probably, uh, if a team really wants him, if a team or two really wants him, uh, they might go hammer and tongs and uh, really break the bank for him. But I think that uh, uh, the others, like you mentioned, Fab Duplessis, Steve Smith, uh, no, I don't see them really breaking, uh, teams breaking the bank, so to speak, for them. I think that uh, they might be bargain buys for the team because they bring in experience, but they don't really probably add value uh, to a T20 lineup in that sense. So I think that uh, you have to give it to the teams. They'll be very smart. 
and they will be very calculative in the way they approach the whole thing now just to go through the process of this auction it's of course happening across two days we know that it starts at 12 pm on saturday uh, and we have that marquee list of 10 players like we talked about before then after that we have the second lot that is of batters that's eight batters that will go under the hammer together you know in the second lot then there's 10 all-rounders then there's wicket keepers fast bowlers and spinners now after 160 that's when uh, the auction moves into an accelerated auction which basically means the teams will be asked to uh, shortlist their uh, you know the players they sort of be interested in among the rest of the lot that's left and all the players who went unsold on uh, so far on the first day so that list is then collated by the IPL and then that's the list that goes under the hammer on sunday so chandresh i mean um do you see actually all the big sales happening in the first few hours of uh, saturday or do we see you know team sort of work around what happens on saturday and then you know maybe in that accelerated auction go for some big names i think you could see that also what you could probably see is that uh, towards the later part of the first day Uh, if there are certain players that the teams have really uh, saved themselves for, and uh, if there is a there's come some kind of a push and pull for that particular player, uh, one odd player here and there that usually happens. I think then you could probably see some action, but mostly uh, the the first couple of players should give you an indication of who the big uh, buys are going to be for the teams uh, on the on the auction day. Just one question before I let you go. You were, of course, part of the Delhi Capitals back then. They were Delhi Daredevils franchise as their uh, media manager many years back. So, can you just tell us? You know, are teams allowed to sort of talk to players before the auction? You know, get a feel of how how much the player would want to commit to the franchise, and depending on that, see how much they want to commit to you know bidding on him at the auction. I mean, are, you know, are conversations allowed? uh they are allowed to do that you can have conversations you can have uh, uh you can have any kind of conversations with uh, people but uh, you never know what happens on the auction table uh, so sometimes i'm a bit amused at uh, stories that come out about uh, jason older going to rajasthan royal challengers bangalore what if rajasthan royals bid for him what happens then what if uh, punjab decide to bid for them bid for him because he's a uh, captaincy material what if kolkata decide to bid for him because he's captaincy material You do, that doesn't stop the other teams from bidding for him. One team may want to bid for him, that but that doesn't mean that the other teams don't want to bid for him. Whatever the conversation the player has with a particular franchise, uh, it it counts for nothing on that auction day, because it's a dynamic thing that happens uh, on the go, and uh, you can never predict uh, what will happen on an auction day. And we've seen uh, strange things happen on auction uh, day in the in the IPL. So. uh don't rule out uh, something strange happening one thing is for certain there won't be a chris morris being bought for crores of rupees like in the previous auctions okay thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us today chandrish that's a wrap for this episode if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story for episodic updates and as the state of uttar pradesh heads for a seven phase election starting on 10th february we also have a brand new podcast for you from quint hindi ये जो यूपी है ना वॉट फैक्टर्स एंड हु विल डिसाइड द फेट ऑफ द स्टेट फॉलो अर इलेक्शन स्पेशल पॉडकास्ट सीरीज ऑन एनी ऑफ योर प्रिफर्ड स्ट्रीमिंग प्लेटफॉर्म मंडे टू फ्राइडे थैंक्स फॉर लिस्निंग लॉग ऑन टू द क्विंस वेबसाइट एंड चेक आउट आर अदर पॉडकास्ट